What's up everyone? Today we're going deeper into this topic of nutrition and we're going to be uh, talking about why people fail with their training when they don't build a foundation of healthy habits and why the diets or dieting that you may have tried is something that just doesn't work. So stick around. Hi everyone, in case we haven't met, my name is Rad Burmeister. I'm one of the co-founders of Unity Gym and the Unify Movement System, where we turn driven people into strong and flexible athletes. And I'm joined today by Richard. He's my business partner. How are you doing today, Richie? What's going on, guys? I'm very good. Thanks, Rad. Yeah, hopefully, Richie's going to be uh, helping me out through this show. We don't normally rely on him so much, um, but Yanni's off doing some critical jobs today, some important work. So. We are, it's just Richie and me today. And um, listen, if you're watching uh, on the YouTube replay or if you're listening to the podcast, grab one of our free downloads, the Flexibility Blueprint, the Strength Blueprint, or the Nutrition Blueprint. That's where you can learn about all of our uh, secrets, uh, get an insight into the Unify Movement System, how it works. And also come and join the, pr the Facebook group, UMS Movement Mastermind. Just search for it on Facebook and that's where we record these shows live and we answer your questions and interact with you. So, question of the day is, what dieting strategies have you tried and what were the results? Well, we'd, I'd love to know. Um, Joseph Gilbert's already jumped in saying, paleo, he enjoyed it, but too expensive and restrictive, time restrictive, and I get cranky. Yeah, you know, um, Joe, uh, Joseph, Richard and I did paleo for about a year and a half together, maybe even longer, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, I, I did paleo for quite a few years after um, we moved out, you know, yep. from a yep. little accommodation there in Townsville. So yep. uh, I've had a good experience with it. Yeah, it probably would have been almost three years. And, you know, there's people that may have done it stricter than us, but we were we were pretty strict. Like we you, were, it, was, it was a modified paleo. Yeah, it was a modified paleo, Which yeah. most people do. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, But, you know, it was was basically you know meat and nuts and berries and you know no fruit no grains no zero almost zero carbs like no potatoes or sweet potatoes or anything like that so yeah it was uh and i and i know the feeling yeah i got cranky and i, I found it too restrictive and i actually i actually got some um my my guts didn't start uh enjoy it after about a year and a half or two years it um started getting an upset stomach uh from it so yeah that was my experience Anyway, look, today, the, the, the topic for today's show, what we really want to talk about is, is this idea of, um, of building a, a foundation of healthy nutrition habits. And, and we touched on this yesterday. Um, the, you know, the, the idea of going on a diet is a really flawed idea because a, a diet is like a holiday. Um, and it, it's like you're making a change to the way that you normally eat that you know you're going to have to come back from. So the concept of a diet is, is, is it just, they don't work. You know, the, the, there's the writings on the wall. There's so much, there's so many decades of failed diets that, uh, you know, where people just, they lose all this weight and then they just bounce back. And what we like to teach people is, is the idea of building a healthy foundation. And we use, we have different ways of doing things. We don't, we don't tell people that there's a one size fits all, but what we try to do is to get people to um, to make some choices or to start to make some understandings about what the food that they're eating does to them. And you know, some of the one of the first things that we get people to do is to try to um, optimize muscle protein synthesis. 
So it's, you know, in, in a nutshell, it's, it's the idea of building your meals around protein so that your muscles are getting what they need in order to, to grow and to develop. You know, if you're doing all this training in the gym and, and you're working out, you want to be making sure that you're feeding your body the, the nutrition that it needs in order to get the results that you want. Because if you, if you just, you know, you've got to understand that training is, is, the, is the stimulus. It provides a stimulus for change, but it's not what actually creates the, it's, it's not what, where the, how the change occurs. The change occurs during your recovery. Uh, that's when the body actually adapts and, and goes through its growth. So, you know, during that recovery, if you're not giving it the right food, the right nutrients that it needs in order to make the adaptation that you want, you, you're just not going to get, um, you know, the, the change that you want. So, you know, if, when we train at Unity Gym and in the UMS, a big part of what we do is resistance training. So we use weightlifting and calisthenics in order to grow muscle and to become stronger. So, yeah, you need... You need to be eating the right amounts of protein, um, you know, throughout the day to 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 grow those muscles, to get to get the result that you want. And where you know, one of the first things that we try to teach people around that is that you can't backload protein. So there's a certain amount of protein that your your body can absorb every three hours, and it's about 0.4 grams per kilogram of body weight every three hours so for me at the moment i'm about 87 kilos it's give or take it's about 34 grams so if i do 87 times 0.4 it gives me i think it's about 34 35 grams uh, which is the amount of protein that i can absorb every three hours well it's it's technically how much your body can utilize towards protein synthesis yeah. your body can digest absorb any level of protein you give it but only that 0.4 is used towards protein synthesis. Yeah, Everything else, it kind of gets passed through the system. Yeah, or used as energy, which is fine. It's just an expensive way to get energy. There's, yep. there's, there's cheaper ways to get energy than with, uh, than with high quality protein. Um, so yeah, that's one of the first things that we do. One of the first things that we do, which is, which is quite a big change for people because you, you start to, uh, you know, the way that Richard and Yanni and I look at eating is, the first choice is always, what's my protein source? I don't think to myself, oh, I feel like Italian food tonight, or I feel like um, pizza. Like that's a that's a, a, a treat. Uh, of course I do. Of course, sometimes we say, let's get a burger. But, um, you know, for the 95% of the time, the first choice that we're making is, what protein am I gonna have tonight? So the way our minds think is, oh, I feel like fish tonight, or I feel like minced meat, or, uh, you know, I haven't eaten um, lamb for a while, or whatever it is. And then from there, we build a meal around that. Would you say that that's yeah. how you eat, Richie? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I always think about the protein first. Yeah. It's the most important macro for myself because yeah. my goals are to build muscle. Yeah. Um, I think most people should be aiming when they go to the gym to get stronger and increase lean body mass. So yeah. protein makes sense. That, that's probably the more, most important macronutrient. Yep. Yep. yep, and it's because like if you, at least if you live in, in Sydney, um, and, and what I can only guess in most of the Western world, like if you go out and think to yourself, oh, I just want a snack, and you look at what you can get quickly, it's almost certainly high carbohydrate food. It's, it's very rare, like unless you're gonna eat beef jerky or I don't know, you're gonna go somewhere where you could get yourself a, a protein shake or some boiled eggs or something like that. It's, it's pretty much gonna be a, a carbohydrate style meal. So. For the meals that you plan, you really want to be, or unless you're going to eat nuts, you know, <coughs> uh, and there might be a few other 
options, but generally speaking, what most people are eating if they have a snack is, is carbohydrate food. Um, so yeah, that's the first thing. You start looking at, um, okay, how do I build my meals around protein and how do I maximize muscle protein synthesis by trying to have that 0.4 times my body weight in kilos equals the grams of protein that I wanna have every three hours, you know? So once you get your head around that, the next thing that we start looking at is um, whole foods. You know, how do, I, how do I start eating more whole foods? And, and whole foods are basically foods that come to us on the plate with very minimal processing, meaning really the only kind of processing that a whole food goes through uh, for us is the cooking process, rather than it's taken from nature, it's either taken from the soil or from an animal and processed, put in a packet so that it can survive for longer and then given to us. You know, we, would you agree that that uh, going for whole foods is is kind of the next thing that we um, that we look at with people? Hundred percent. Yeah, I think if people um, go down the track of um, uh, not caring about the quality of their food and and just um, getting things out of packets for the ease of it, um, I don't think that's a very good direction at all to take with your being health conscious. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Like if you, like I think one of the things that people have to wrap their head around is like when we say, um, when we start saying this to people and people that have never put thought into this and their health is suffering and they're coming to us for advice, one of the first things that happens is that people um, say, oh my God, that's so much work. And, you know, yeah, it is. But if you look at the way that human life was for our entire, ex like unless you were in the top, you know, one, two, three percent of wealthy people, if you were the average person up until the Industrial Revolution, then pretty much the majority of what we did all day was really so that we could eat, you know, like if you were, if you were, if you go back to hunter-gatherer stages, that's what we did, you know, we, we, we went out and we hunted and gathered food so that we could eat. If you go to the farming phase, you know, to agriculture, um, you know, we spent our days farming. We, we, you know, tended to our crops, tended to our herds so that we could eat. And now we've come to this stage in our life where um, we work and we use our money and our finance to get food and we use our money and our finance for everything else. And when you look at where the spread goes of, of where people's, how much of people's wealth goes to their food, it's, it's, it's probably a small amount. And then you look at the time that the average person spends on preparing their food. And if you're, if you're one of these people that's saying, oh, that, that's too much work for me, you might want to reconsider it because that's one of the reasons why <coughs> your health is probably suffering is that you're not putting the work into the food. And so, yes, when you start going down this whole food road, yes, there is work involved in it, you know. And what we've found the the best way to do things is Richard and Yanni and I, we all cook double the amount for dinner and have some for lunch the next day. Like it is a rare occurrence that Yanni, Richard or I will be at work without food prepared for ourselves that we made the night before. And if it is, we already know that the takeaway places in North Sydney where you can get the best whole food option, like my favorite place that's opened up recently, very close to us around the corner, you can actually go and get some roast meat with a side of salad or roast veggies. So even though it's prepared by somebody else, at least it's whole food that I'm getting. And the worst thing that's really gonna be coming from that meal is maybe the salad dressing on the food, yeah. so. I think you um, passed a, a, a good point before, Rad, when you said people don't wanna do the work. I think that's a major reason why <coughs> a lot of people fail diets that they go on or, uh, 
changing their strategy with eating is because it does require a lot of work in multiple ways. You know, it requires cooking. Um, it requires educating yourself about the right types of foods. There's a lot of layers about nutrition to get right. Yep. And that becomes often intimidating for a lot of people. And people often um, opt for the easy way um, out uh, in dieting. Um, yep. And yeah, it's yep. a big reason why they fail because they simply just don't understand. Yeah. Now, for Richard and I, I know that if Yanni was here, Yanni, Yanni has gone a lot deeper on nutrition than what Richard and I have. But um, And there's a couple of things that I'll pass on that I'm sure he would say if he was here. But I know that for Richard and I, those are the, those are the two things that we really try and get people to start with. Because if you start to build your meals around protein and you start to look at preparing more of your own food using whole foods, that in itself cleans up a lot of people's diets a lot like there's a there's a really positive change that happens there and the next thing that we like to do is to get people to start to become comfortable with feeling hungry and comfortable with the with the uncomfort of feeling hungry and the way we do that is with time restricted eating where we start to introduce um you know, uh, a couple of days a week where people do time-restricted eating where they don't eat for, you know, you can start with 12-12 where you, you don't eat for 12 hours and you only eat for 12 hours and then you go to 14-10 and then eventually 16-8, which is the most common one that people do, which means that you only eat for an eight-hour window and you don't eat for a 16-hour window. And when you put those three things together, you really build a foundation for health. It's not a diet. It's a, you've adopted a new set of habits that can largely be maintained for people. And I speak from experience. These are things that I've uh, done myself and maintained for many, many, many years. Um, and it maintains a healthy body weight in, in all of us that do it. It's, uh, it's something that we, we really believe in and that we, um, that we get great results with. And it is, a, it is you know, as, as we said, you know, by the topic of the show, it, it it's basically becomes the foundation that you can build your health and fitness on rather than some kind of a diet that you, that you constantly have to be bouncing back from and, you know, going to and fro with the next thing, which just, it, it's just not a smart way to be going about things, I don't think. So um, we've got a couple of good uh, of, of comments here. Let's, let's get into them. So the question of the day is, what dieting strategies have you tried? What were the results? If you've got a, an answer for that, let us know. Um, as we, we've, uh, we answered Joseph before, um, and now we're on to Grace. Grace has said, never really followed any diet for weight loss. I've always eaten whatever I like, but adapted the quantities when I gained weight that I didn't want. So that's, that's great. Grace, that's a you know you're training in the gym with us now in the morning, and I can see that you definitely have a healthy body composition. So yeah, that's really good. It's uh, it's obviously working for you, which is great. And um, you know, all I would say is um, just maybe ask yourself: Do you want to go further than you are now? Do you do you see room for improvement? Would you like to improve your state of health? Uh, because you know the way that I eat and the way that Richard eats for a lot of people you know, a lot of people go, wow, you guys are like really full on with it. I don't consider that at all. But I even still, considering that my, the way that I eat is much cleaner and much healthier and much more conscious than the average person. And I still look for ways that I can make improvements each, um, at least every, you know, three months or so, I'll have a reflection on what I've been doing and think, you know what, I can, I can fix this up a little bit more. So, so Grace, even though you're doing well, 
maybe you can look at uh, incorporating the um, you know building your meals around protein if you're not already doing that and you know making sure that you eat more whole foods those are some easy changes that you might be able to adopt Cal Warren is saying do you have any good way of tracking calories I'm still struggling with figuring out what the right target calorie calories are required to produce a caloric deficit well I can tell you I can remove the uh, the struggle and the confusion around this this there's some really good science around this Yanni and I and Richard have learnt it from a friend of ours, Tony Bataji, um, who's a PhD holder in metabolic research, and he's brought together a lot of the most current research from people that are um, at the forefront of muscle protein synthesis research and metabolic research and, and fat loss and you know what what the what the most current up to date research is saying. And uh, basically, what you want to do is the first thing you want to do is you want to get a DEXA scan. So working out uh, a good way of, of tracking calories, um, there's many apps out there that you can use. I don't know what the best ones are these days because when I did all my calorie tracking was about seven years ago. I, I went really deep on it for about 12 months to really understand how calories worked and how to create calorie controlled diets. And, and after that, I, you know, I got a good handle on it. So um, I don't believe that you need to track that uh, so strictly. Uh, forever so yeah just have a look at what the best rated apps are out there back in the day for me i think my fitness pal was a good one uh, but you need to get a dexa scan um, and you the dexa scan is going to tell you your resting metabolic rate which is how many how many calories you need in a 24-hour period to sustain yourself at rest so if you sat still or basically if you did just what you normally do in a day. If you just walked around and, and, and did your normal daily activities, that's how many calories you'd need to eat to sustain your current body weight uh, and not put on weight or not lose weight. Once you understand what your resting metabolic rate is, then the research shows that the best way to lose fat health without losing muscle as well, and tune in for this one, Cal, is that you want to create a 500 calorie per day deficit, but you do that by with a 250 calorie deficit coming from the calories that you consume and a 250 calorie deficit coming from exercise. And the best way to do that is to do a workout that would burn about four or 500 calories and also to consume 250 calories less than what your resting metabolic rate is. So let's say your resting metabolic rate is 2000 calories and you consumed 1,750 calories in a day, but you also did a 500 calorie workout. So that 500 calorie workout, no, sorry, I got that wrong. If you did, um, so 2,000 calories is what, um, what you need to do, but you do a workout that burnt 500 calories. So if you now wanted to maintain your weight, uh, you would need to eat two and a half thousand uh, calories, but what you do is you eat 2,250. So you eat a little bit less than what your body, um, no, 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 you would eat 2,000 because it's 500 calories less. So I know that sounds a little bit confusing. Um, another way to look at it is what's more realistic is people get like a 250 calorie workout uh, in, that's a much more realistic goal than a 500 calorie burning workout so you'd actually eat 250 calories less than what your metabolic rate is um, and you're making up for that 500 calorie deficit by uh, doing that exercise as well so uh, that's the best way to do it and you want to track your um, 
yeah, you want to track your calories in and um, with your with an app. So you want to track how many calories you're consuming, and you want to be um, yeah trying to measure how many calories you're burning in a heart rate with a heart rate monitor. Have you got something you want to add to that, Richie? Um, so all that what Rad just said is very um, general in 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 terms of what you should be aiming for with calories. Like it's not a specific amount you should be. Like everyone's going to be a little bit different. Some people are going to find it a little bit harder to lose <coughs> weight. So you're going to have to play around with that. So the, uh, the tracking your weight with DEXA scans really is a big part of that. If you want to get down to calorie tracking, because if you're if you're not if you don't have that base, if you don't know how much your metabolic rate is, if you don't know how many calories you're consuming roughly, then you're going to find that pretty hard to lose weight. You, you, just like with weights in the gym, you want to be progressive with it and you want to be tracking the numbers that you do so you can change things over time. Because if you find that you're not losing weight, then how are you going to know <coughs> how much calories to reduce by? How, you know, you gotta, you got to have tools to adjust. You have to have levers to adjust. Um, so the, the measurements that you take before you go on this diet and during as time goes on is really important. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. So I hope that helps, Cal. Uh, Kumaran is saying tracking calories is about the only diet strategy I've used. Even that has always been short term and I've slowly increased the calories up to a maintenance level. As far as lifestyle changes, reducing carbs and increasing protein has been it for me. Big changes or such I've seen uh, fail for too many people and I've avoided. Yeah, that's awesome, Kumaran. And he's saying uh, also time-restricted eating. I've found that works well for me two to three times a week. Um, you know, and what Richard said is just so true. It, this, this, and this is what we were talking about yesterday. When you go down this road of, uh, you know, I'm going to start dialing in my nutrition, this is a journey. It's a journey that you undertake. And it's something that takes time to dial in. And Richard and I, along the ways of, you know, once we made this decision that we were going to start eating healthy, and it, and it is a decision that you must make. You either decide to do it or you don't. People that say, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that. It's not true. You just haven't made the decision to do it. And when you make the decision to do it, like Richard and I have, have gone through so many things. Like, there's been times when, you know, Yanni and I have tried to say to Richard, oh, you gotta try this. This is some new research that we've done and uh, that we've seen that's come out that, you know, says we should do this and we should try it. And we do it for a few weeks. And, and then Richard will be like, no, you know what? It's not working for me. I don't feel good. It's not making me feel this way or that way. And, and then the same will happen with Yanni or I. We'll do something and we'll be like, man, my guts are not feeling good on this. Like, you know, I'm, I'm having, you know, bad um, movements and bowel movements and it's it's just not working for me. And, and we dial it in until we get to this point where we feel good. We're not bloated. We're, we're maintaining our muscle mass or building muscle, hopefully, for the type of training that we do. And, you know, it's all dialing in like that. Um, Eric is saying, if cooking meals is time consuming, you can subscribe to a meal prep service. There are many in the market and those targeted to the health conscious people uh, provide meals that are high in protein. Healthy, tasty and works out cheaper than eating out. Yeah, so true, Erica. You know, there really are a lot of great options and yeah, you just you, you just need to make that decision and start working on it and, and just accept that you need to put a little bit of thought into it in the very least and a little bit of uh, a little bit of planning and you can see now why we have uh, nutrition as the third step on the health hierarchy of needs it is much much harder it's a much bigger you know um, obstacle to tackle than the daily habit 
of exercise. It's so much bigger. There's so much more work that's involved in it. And that shouldn't deter you, but what it should do is maybe you're starting to see why we've created this health hierarchy. And if looking at all of this seems really overwhelming, if you still haven't dialed in your daily movement habit, then don't, don't get hung up on this. Don't do it. Maybe even only look at one tiny little thing, which would be start building your meals around protein. And that's it. Just leave it at that and, and focus on, you know, your daily habit of one movement. One step at a time. One step at a time, yeah. So Hope. I was going to ask, uh, do you want to get a little bit more into what a balanced foundation looks like for us? Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll we'll finish up on this. So uh, a balance. I mean, look, I'll say what it looks like for me, and um, and you can say what it looks like for you. But for me, a balanced foundation is that I I avoid um, sugar and snacks all like they're just off the cards for me. Like there is no like I'll go to the supermarket when I'm feeling hungry or whatever, and I look at all of the good stuff there, and my mind goes. Oh, I'd love some chocolate or, oh, I'd love like whatever it is that looks good, that looks tasty. But I've trained myself in a way that that I that, that just doesn't register as an option for me. Even though the craving comes up, the desire to want it is is there as strong as it ever was. But it's just not an option. And I think that's one of the first things you have to do. That's, that is the foundation that you understand that from Monday to Friday, it, it, like the, the food that you eat has to be whole food. So you know, there has to be that preparation there. You know, I'm going home every night. It's okay, what's for dinner tonight? Um, here's my protein source. Here's this. I'm cooking enough for tomorrow and I bring it to work and I've got enough food for me to really sustain myself. And what I also have out the back is I have a big bag of nuts for when I feel hungry and like a yeah. snack so that I don't need to go to the shop and be tempted by all the crap there. I can go out the back and have a, something that is high in calories, high in, higher in fat, uh, and is a healthier choice, you know. Uh, so that's the first thing. So the, the protein, the, the preparation, and the recognizing that foods, the, you know, what foods are just off the table. And then the next thing is, is understanding that I still give myself weekly, I will eat something that is a real treat for myself. Like I will have some kind of chocolate or some kind, or a burger or a pizza or something that really satisfies that desire for something tasty. Um, but I'm really aware of how much I can handle of that food before I start feeling lethargic, before I start getting bloated, and before I um, start putting on fat, you know, in, in ways that I don't want it. And I've, it's taken me years to understand how much of that I can have and, and how much I can't, you know, yep. through trial and error. What about you? Yeah, like what you just said, um, I very much apply it for myself. Um, I think that... that the treat or the reward system. I don't call it cheat meals. Yeah, I, I, I call it treat meals yep. because cheat meals has like a negative connotation yep, to it. Like you're cheating against, you know, something. it's like you shouldn't be doing it. I think, yep. you know, life is about enjoyment. So having treats in your diet is important. And if you're following something that's too restrictive by nature, like this is where the paleo diet f um, failed me, um, you just fall off of it. Yep. When you've got too many rules to follow, yeah, life becomes unenjoyable and you fall off of it. And and uh, there's a lot of research that shows that you can still have treats in your diet and still live a perfectly healthy life. Uh, you don't have to be a zealot about it. Um, so being um, having a, a good balanced foundation like the protein you were saying, the vegetables, unprocessed foods, carbohydrate, 
Um, but allowing yourself to treat yourself uh, every now and then is, uh, I think, a valuable um, part of it. Very important to, to stay with it, you know. Yep. Uh, when people go too hard one way, they f- they fall off and uh, then they resent the diets that they go on yep. and it makes it harder for the next time that they try it. And uh, Yeah. Um, also, another thing I wanted to say was um, the meal timings. <coughs> meal timings are really important, like the routine about yep. eating. Um, yep. When you don't have a routine around eating, then it makes uh, life more difficult. And again, you're more likely to fall off that wagon again. Yeah. You go for the easy option. So. Yep planning when you eat your last meal in the evening, when your first meal is, um, depending on your goals, um, uh, when you should be eating in between those times. Like for me, I want to build muscle, I'm going to have more regular meals, you know, I want to have my protein shakes instead of all gorging my my meal in two sessions, like intermittent fasting, you know, but um, not that there's anything wrong with that if your goal is to lose weight and um, become healthy, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so look, I hope you guys got something out of this. You know, this, this idea of uh, building a foundation of healthy nutrition habits really is the the you know the thing that you need to get started with um, if you want to develop a really healthy physique and um, you know take control of your health. So I hope that helped. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about how joining a tribe where training in balance is the norm as in it's the normal behavior, um, is going to help you succeed or where eating the way that you want to be eating is the normal behavior. That is a massive, massive part of it, the power of a tribe. So tune in for that tomorrow and uh, we'll see you guys then. Have a great day. See you later, guys. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.